Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Break, everyone. Yay! Good. Oh, it's so nice to be here. Um, we won't go through the whole spiel, but this is its own episode, so I'm just gonna say we are drunk women live from Liverpool. Yay! Yes, and I'm here as always with my wonderful sidekicks. Guys, hi. We never spend time together anymore. <laughs> we don't. Hi, it's how really are you? Great. It's really great to see you. We might as well fucking move in with each other. <laughs> We see each other more than our spouses, our kids. It's fantastic. How is the rash? Is it all right? The rash is clearing. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> it's yep. good. It was quite vicious, actually. Yes. It, uh, well, that's Edinburgh for you. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just hopping, hopping, hopping from bed to bed to bed. <laughs> no, I'm so over sex, believe me. Oh, give me a novel and eight and a half hours sleep. Like, mwah. That's all I want. Okay. So we're here with Hannah George. Hi. No, you're quite right. It was middling. <laughs> I like it. And we're here with Katie Wilkins. Hello. We do have some alter ego names. Those of you who listen to the podcast will know. We've got Detective Sasshole. Detective Butt Stuff. Hi. We don't know why either. And I'm Detective Asshole, which is just part nationality, part personality. Anyway, I think we'll just introduce our guest, shall we? Yeah, let's bring her up. Please welcome to the stage comedian Harriet Dyer. Harriet! Welcome! Harriet, hello! Hello! How are you? Very well, we went on an expedition, didn't we, in the boat? <laughs> get, the, get the booze, and then I had to get my hearing aid in the, in the car, and then I, I forgot which street I was parked, and that's why I brought my bum back. Well, wasn't it? I, I don't know why I brought my bum back, um, but I have. First I have style, brought. yeah, I love it. <laughs> we got shouted at by some children, didn't we? Oh, yeah! It was very good. They were obviously at a restaurant with their parents, but their parents had said, like, just go outside and shout at traffic. <laughs> yeah. And they were doing that, weren't they? They went, hi! 
as we walked past. And I said, hello. And they went, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I assume they're in tonight. Maybe they'd seen the show. But, uh... That's what everyone does to Hannah. It's really annoying. Wow. <laughs> so sweet. That's very sweet. Because I thought, see, this is how cynical I am. I assumed it was going to be something horrible. And it's actually really lovely. Oh, I was ready nice. to fucking batter them. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Harry are just out there. I'll show you higher. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, enough frivolity. Let's get down to business. Harriet, can you tell us, have you ever been the victim of a crime? Yes, I have actually. Uh, I was once, uh, I'm from Cornwall, and I once, but <laughs> that's my crime. And I. <laughs> I, I was going out, how old was I? I think it was about 16, and I was going out with this guy. Oh my God. I was going out with this boy that um, I think he was a year older than me, and then he. Oh, that's my tissue. Sorry, that just looks really weird. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like a, a little dove. <laughs> I'll put it in the bum bag. <laughs> oh dear. There we go. Um, I, uh, what was I saying? Oh, so I was going out with this boy, and so he, I think he was trying to seduce me uh, once. At his, um, but this isn't the crime, actually. Uh, but actually, it is a crime. But I remember he was, he, I think, he was like blowing his hot, minging breath on me whilst we were watching Interview with a Vampire. And his, uh, and his dog was dying, like, in front of us, and I didn't know what what smell was coming from where. Oh, my God. And, and then, um, but, but, but that's not part of the story. The story is, we went to the seaside. I was starting college the next day, so for some reason I had everything that I had bought for college in my little backpack. Well, it was quite a large backpack, actually. Even my shoes. And then we went to the... And Travis's Why Does It Always Rain On Me album. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you've got to have yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. remember <laughs> that. I need for college. <laughs> and then... Um, uh, and those... Honestly, those trousers with the... Um, uh, poppers. With the poppers. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh. Thank you. I don't, know. I don't know what else nice. I would have done. I haven't thought about them for a while. Oh, they Sorry. were fantastic. Continue. They were fantastic. <laughs> um, so so I, I thought it was been quite efficient putting all my stuff in the bag, ready to go in the sea. Ooh. And then we asked these neighbouring towel dwellers... Can you look after our belongings? Uh, and then we went on the we went in the sea, and uh, and I can't even swim really. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> once there was a oh I'm going off track. Well, once there was a, I had a waterproof Walkman, and then um, I was listening to Salt and Pepper push it, and unbeknown to me. <laughs> The, um, but my brother had left. This was when I was with my brother. This was a different... Why am I telling you a different story? <laughs> but my, a, a wasp flew in my brother's ear and this white thing come out. Uh, <laughs> it was that. And this white thing <laughs> came out and then, and then my brother was scared, so he left. Uh, but anyway, so... so <laughs> I was listening to Salt and Pepper Bush it, and, um, and then the, I didn't realise the sea had evacuated, and it, because there, there was a shark. No. Yeah, yeah. But it was, um, it was you know, the ones with the, with the bendy... Uh, they, 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 they eat plankton, but there's no way of knowing. Baskin, oh Baskin, God. like Carol, Baskin. <laughs> She, she was in the water. Um, but anyway, so we were in the sea, and then with the, with, the, with the boy with the dog death breath, and then, and then when we left the sea, um, I was like, I can't see my backpack. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and, it, and he was like, oh, it'll be there, and I, oh, I knew it wasn't. And then, uh, yeah, and then, uh, uh, so the, so it was, and then the nearby tile dwellers, they said, I said, well, what the dickens were you playing at? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't come back from my backpack, so why is my backpack gone? And, and they were like, oh, this, this, this guy come and he goes, uh, oh, I'm waiting for my friends. And then that was his you know his scheme I imagine and then off he popped with all my belongings but the, th the thing is as well is that I was very believable quite a proud person so the dead dog breath boy offered me a lift home with his mum um, and then I was like absolutely not I'm a strong independent woman so then I just sat on a bus <laughs> 
by myself in my bikini. <laughs> oh, no, yes. So, to really show them a lesson. <laughs> and then, like out of a film, so then when I've got 45 bloody minutes on the bus to Churro, then as I've got on the bus in the bikini, then, then I was like, oh, like, oh, well, at least it's not raining. And then it start. Then it started like thunder, lightning, and all this, and people were like. But then I guess I've always been sort of that, you know, that weirdo that sort of has their belongings in a carrier bag or, or a bird on their shoulder or something. So, so people weren't too surprised, really. But <laughs> oh, <laughs> and you couldn't even listen to the song about it. That's so sad. Yes! Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. All the one where they, you know, the song where they throw a squid at their faces. You know that one? The one Tra is it Travis song? I, I, yeah, it's a Travis song where they have a food fight and then he's singing with a squid on his face. It's just... <laughs> I don't even know if ever there a better it. moment than that. Oh, that's such a sad... <laughs> that is an amazing oh. story. Yeah, so who did it? Right. <laughs> that <All> guy! Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Harry, if you've come right. here for answers, I'm really sorry. No, I'm so upset. We need to actually find this guy. Yeah. <laughs> So it's a guy who waits for friends, We've yeah. got, but but maybe doesn't have any. Mm. Yeah. And he has popper trousers, popper trousers. Yeah, he's got oh. all your loot. <laughs> yeah, all my loot. Yeah. And he just talks about that one Travis album. <laughs> and he's got time. a squid on his head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just such a shitty, especially when you're like you're ready for college. Yeah. Like it was such a purposeful bag. You will, yeah. you would have put thought into that bag, yeah. and it was gone. Ugh. Well, look, we, we've, we've never solved any crime. I don't mind saying. <laughs> but what we do is ask, if you had the perpetrator here, what would you say to this? She looks He's around. Here. He's here tonight. <laughs> Imagine if it was Ben the whole time. <laughs> oh, no, that doesn't kill <laughs> 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 what would you say or do? Um, you've got impunity. Nothing's gonna, nothing bad will, will yeah. come of anything that you do or say. So just anything that would make you feel better. Mm. <laughs> uh, well, I always thought, because... Uh, well, my, bear with me on this. My, my mum is dead, right? Uh, and uh, once, because my mum was only ever uh, with my... Uh, dad in her life and then once at a gig this lady said oh I bet your mum was with more people than your dad and I was like how dare you reverse slot shame my mother um, <laughs> and uh, my dad's mother um, and uh, why am I telling you that oh because uh, so once I was listening to the radio and there was an Ann Summers advert and it was about this new little this little vibrator <laughs> The Ann Summer reps are in. Yeah! Wow. <laughs> dishing them out in the... Also, if you go to the Ann Summer's website right now, there's a picture, a black and white picture of Her Majesty the Queen, and then you just <laughs> literally, and they're like, R.I.P. ma'am, and then you stroll, scroll straight down to dildos. Like, it's just straight down. It's, yeah, it's like best-selling items. It's like, they could have just put a little block of tasteful colour. Like, they just could have put a little graphic, but it's just right there. I know. And then they're kind oh of like, God. oh, you can get a... You can get a Prince Philip, okay. You can, oh my God, who wants a racist dildo? <laughs> anyway. Anyway, sorry. We weren't going to go there. We weren't, we weren't, but it was Ann Summers that did it. <laughs> yes. So there was this advert that said about these little uh, vibrators uh, called, and they're called the Viv, right? And my okay. mum was called Vivian. <laughs> so I was like, well, maybe that's what she's come back as. <laughs> And then, so then I thought, like, you know the film, uh, Battery's Not Included, where with the little machine, so I would think, if, I, if anyone ever, like, wronged me, I'd, like, use my brain, and then these little vibrators would, would like, attack. Um, so, linking with that, I reckon, when I was in the sea with the shark that turned out nice, we created a bond, so if I had... The guy that stole my stuff now, I would <laughs> use my mind and. Because <laughs> we're near the coast here as well, aren't we? Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> so, sharks. Uh, and he, he wouldn't know that they could only eat plankton. Uh, <laughs> but they. they 
come out and attack. And then also, uh, well, I don't know how, uh, if uh, the vibrators are water safe. Um, <laughs> They've got to have some kind of... Yeah. You know what? That is my favourite answer we've ever had. <laughs> I was just going to say that was brilliant. Oh it is God. the most creative, like, visual. Yeah. Like, we're all there with you. We want to We want to make this happen. No one has ever set flying, <laughs> meditating sharks that eat plankton on the bad guy before. Along with Dead dildo saved after your mum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh dear. You're welcome. <laughs> Harriet, thank you for that. And just thanks for being you. You're welcome. Honestly, love you. Harriet was one of the first people I ever gigged with when I started doing stand-up. Um, and you you have gone on and become very good at it, and I've fucked off and I'll never do it again. But I loved gigging with you every time. And it's so well, nice to be on a stage with they you. Connects to this, what you do now, what I said. Yes, of course I do. So, <laughs> Wait, what? We were at a gig it's... in Bath, I no, think. No, Birmingham. Oh, in sorry, a, we're in, in Birmingham. In like a derelict shed. Yes. Oh, my gosh, yeah. No, it's actually really cool. It's Am I great. finally going to find out why your mum is called Rampant Rabbit? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so I said to Harriet, I was like, oh, I used to be a psychotherapist. And she went, oh, is that the person that draws the lines around the dead body? That's <laughs> <laughs> not. That comes well to this, really. And now look at us. So, all right, are we ready to solve some true crime? Yeah! Guys, this case takes place in Liverpool. <laughs> Liverpool, USA. Uh, I'm joking, I'm joking. Of course it's this one. And oh man, Taylor, don't toy with everybody. Oh, oh just taking us all <laughs> over the place. Um, okay, so in the this takes place in the mid 19th century. So I'm a, a, apologies to anyone who may be affected by this crime. Uh, there was a particular street in Liverpool which was notorious for being seedy and teeming with people of ill repute. I just wanted to sound like a Tory for a second. <laughs> Your first question is this. How far is this street from where we're sitting right now? Ooh. <laughs> uh, all right, it's going to be 500 meters. 500 meters, okay. We passed it on the way, <laughs> on the way to get the, the, the booze. With the, the, it's it was where the, the kids are screaming. Yeah, where the kids were shouting at the traffic. What was it called? Prostitutes? Those Road. kids have been dead for 150 yeah. years. <laughs> Hiya! <laughs> wow. <laughs> Those ones could hear us. <laughs> So I want to go back and chat to those kids. Yeah, <laughs> the, they'll still be there. <laughs> I think it could possibly be on this street. Because okay. I feel I can see you at home searching where this theatre is <laughs> and then just putting, like, crime at the end to see if you can find... <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Let's, let's see. Crime, and it sounds like there is one. There's a crime. <sighs> there might be a couple. What, in this theatre? No, stop <laughs> it. How far do you think it is from here? Uh... <laughs> Seven steps. Seven <laughs> steps. <laughs> well, it's it's not right on the street, but it's it's less than half a mile north of here, and I'm very pleased to report it's now got a Tesco. <laughs> so everything turned out okay. It's also home to the University of Liverpool School of Medicine, and our case relates to one of these topics, either the Tesco. <laughs> Or the med school. Let's see which one. Um, the street is called Pembroke Place. Yeah. And in the 1800s, it catered uh, for the thousands of sailors who came ashore for the weekends. I assume by catered by, they mean gave sandwiches to. <laughs> They're very hungry. <laughs> hungry, hungry sailors. No, so there were a lot of um, fuck shops. And <laughs> there, was, um, there was a lot of... Uh, Jesus... Jesus Christ. No, he was not there. He was not there at all. There was another type of business popping up along with all the brothels. What other type of business do you think would have popped up on Pembroke Place? Wouldn't have that, that have made such a better Melrose Place? 
Okay. Well, they are going to uh, need sandwiches. Subway. Subway. Good guess. You get hungry with all that fucking. It's true. <laughs> oh, like a backstreet gynecologist. Uh-huh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what? You're actually the closest. It was medical clinics, generally. Like an STD clinic. Yeah. yeah. I remember I went to one once, and you literally had to take a ticket, like at a meat counter. Did you ever do that? If you go to one in a university town, you take the number. And I remember it because it was sure 69. And I was like, well. Yeah. Are you sure 69, that? yeah, fuck, it's me. Did you just go to a man's house? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, number four. <laughs> <laughs> they raided my vagina. <laughs> Okay, um, Okay. so the guy we're going to talk about was called William Dawson Bellhouse, WDB. Let's do this. He was born in 1814. He was an only child, and his mother died when he was just three years old. So far, so cheerful. Um, after, his, uh, after her death, his father moved him to Leeds. Uh, we're in Leeds on Sunday, the 16th of October. Come along. Just <laughs> seamlessly plugging that. <laughs> um, so what do you think his father did for work in Leeds? What kind of job would he have had? Sausage maker. <laughs> sausage maker? <laughs> I've always wanted to learn to make sausages. It's... And then get a gig sausage merch. Yeah. So I sell it. <laughs> yeah. It's then... fascinating to watch, isn't it? Yeah. Well, because I've seen on the Celebrity MasterChef, Joey Essex made sausages, and I thought, well, if that twit can do it, <laughs> I, I really can. And then at gigs, if, say, an audience member has been awful, I'll just turn them into a sausage and then sell them to their family at the end. Nice. Yeah. Just keep that in mind. Just one person clapping. Everyone else like, absolutely not, that's awful. <laughs> but it's a good heckle put down. You can't, <laughs> you can't please everyone. Okay, so sausage maker, I think that's a good guess. I mean, was he himself a sailor, perhaps? Ah, good guess, good guess. Mm-hmm. I think he, he was a, a baker, and then they could get together and make sausage rolls. <laughs> Wait, is this <laughs> That doesn't work, it's oh. the same. It does. Why does it not? Because it's one person. Oh. <laughs> No, you're right, and his name was Greg. (laughs) He's what? That's how it all began. His name was Greg. Greg. (laughs) Is it? In fact, they were both... (laughs) Well, there were two of them, so they were both called Greg, so they're like, how about Greg's? And that's that's just how it worked out. Um, He was just a shopkeeper. Probably I mean, a Tesco. We were, we were no. pretty close. Although, I guess, like, in the 1800s, Tesco would have been an independent shop, I suppose. So they just called it Tess. <laughs> no! 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 Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> that one will wake you up in the middle of the night if you didn't laugh at it. You'll just be like, Fuck! <laughs> my gift to you. Bellhouse relocated to Liverpool, and he was at the center of a legal battle in the mid-19, I mean 1850s, while he was earning money as a landlord. Uh, so Bellhouse is arrested for something. I'll give you a hint, it had to do with being a landlord. What might have he, what fucking hell I've been drinking. <laughs> what might he have been arrested for? As a landlord? Yeah. Hiding. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Hiding. Where are you going? Hiding bodies underneath people's patios. (laughs) (laughs) Like in Brookside. No, like underneath where they're where they're like eating their dinner and stuff. The kitchen. The kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) The kitchen. No, that's do you know that's I was just gonna say faulty taps. (laughs) <laughs> that, is, that is way better. And lesser known yeah. sitcom. <laughs> they turn the taps on and then body sausages come out yeah. of the taps. Was, was it that? <laughs> I really want it to be. I really do. Turn that down, Taylor. Hannah, any, any thoughts what the crime might have been? Oh, Don't look at my paper. Oh. <laughs> uh, was the rent too cheap? 
No, I, I don't know a lot about landlords. I think they're really great people, is that right? But uh, <laughs> universally loved. Really yeah. fair, and make yeah. sure that everything's safe. and yeah. yeah. Because I imagine in 1850 or wherever we are, that uh, yeah. there's even less kind of you have to have no damp. I feel like when I was at university, there was like ah. 50% of the room can be damp. That's fine. Right. <gasps> but then it's like sort of 98%, I imagine. Right. Okay. Uh, well, look, you're on to something with the money side. He's arrested and tried for fraud after persuading tenants to re- renew their leases at higher rents. That part isn't illegal, as everyone in this room fucking knows. If you've rented in the UK, it's fine. You're allowed to just raise the rent. It's the way he convinced them to Ooh. do it that was the fraudulent part. How do you think he convinced them that it was a good idea to stay put and pay more? He was naked. He was naked. <laughs> <laughs> Bell House. <laughs> 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 they don't call it the Bell House for nothing. <laughs> Did he like say, when you go back in there, there's going to be an extra room? Oh. <laughs> I'll make it bigger. Yeah, exactly. There'll be always oh, an extra bedroom oh. next time you go in the house. Okay. Did he lie? Lied, lied about the sizing. Lied about expansion. <laughs> he was naked. Conservatory. <laughs> <laughs> Katie, any thoughts? Did he say, "Oh, someone else wants to live here for more money"? Oh, um, okay. So you're gonna lose it, but I'll. I'll give you a really good deal, but it's still more than right. you want to pay. This is I've below market price. Like held on to a lot of men that way. <laughs> <laughs> Someone else is interested. <laughs> oh, and look at her ring. She held on to the best. <laughs> Yay. I have um, recently got married, in case you don't listen to the podcast. Taylor just doesn't fucking hate my husband. <laughs> wow. You got <laughs> my husband's in. Hiya. <laughs> We're just so happy. Um, this will give you a little hint about this guy. He read their palms. He read their palms and oh. said, I can see your future and your best move is to stay here. Wow. Because if you stay here, you're going to start earning more money and you won't even blink about the rent. I so. mean, apart from anything else, that is a conflict of interest. It's a <laughs> Drunk women solving crime. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. This is not even what made Bellhouse an infamous character in history. It was the business that he set up on Pembroke Place whilst he was working as a landlord. Um, what do you think that business might have been? Well, <laughs> that audience are too far away. I didn't, <laughs> no. I didn't hear that. God, oh my God. I mean, he sounds like, I mean, he sounds like an evil genius, right? Right, so he's got a shop, he's reading palms. And in his house, the palm house... The palm, the palm house. House. <laughs> the palm house is also a shop. Um, so it's like George Clark's Amazing Spaces. And then <laughs> he just like folds some flaps yeah. down. Yeah. Is he just like, you go out the back and then there's... Is, oh, is it to do with, is it to do with brothels? <gasps> no, it's not. He oh. set up a medical clinic. Oh. With a very, very small M. <laughs> Based on... Palm readings? Small mice. <laughs> what did he 
doctor. A medical clinic. For small mice. Something small. Oh. Did you, what did you say? What did you say? I think you said... What did you say? Did Taylor you said say? with a small M. Uh, because of a medical. <laughs> but I prefer this. <laughs> Come here, <okay>. girl. <laughs> Don't let them tell you you're smaller than the others. <laughs> you're a smart little guy. Here's your bandage. It's <laughs> adorable. Oh, adorable. It's like uh, ratatouille. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love that film. Oh dear, that's that's <laughs> great. No, uh, Bellhouse was a self-proclaimed surgeon, professor, astrologer, and galvanist. Do you know what galvanism is? Oh. Is it a religion? It sounds like a religion. <laughs> oh shit! What but is it not. then? It's it's a Chemical Brothers song. That's isn't exactly it? what I'm Galvanised. Well, oh, I ain't got a fucking song. clue what it oh, means. Well, <laughs> it? I'm completely wrong about what it was. I think it means we're what just about it? to go out in the early 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> well, galvanism was popular from the early 1800s and it involved treating people with electrical shocks. Oh, there was an episode oh. of The Simpsons about that. I found out today that Katie has an encyclopedic knowledge of The Simpsons. Oh my gosh, she and really does. Do you remember second. when the... Is that when they kept shocking each other yes. in family therapy? Oh, that's like season one. That's vintage. Yeah, yeah that's the ones anyway. that have been on TV the most. Hence why I'm an expert. <laughs> um, so, in fact, it, galvanism was so popular in the early 1800s, it inspired a famous novel. What do you think that novel was? <laughs> not the bell jar. You're not on the panel! <laughs> Make your own podcast! <laughs> Thank you for coming, shut up! <laughs> and Taylor was the monster. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm in perimenopause, I apologise. <laughs> I'm getting, I'm really sweaty and I get really emotional and I get, I'm, I'm so sorry, I love all you guys so much. <laughs> but, but shut up! <laughs> so what were we saying it was it's a book i mean i feel as i was now i now i say i was gonna say frankenstein it feels like <laughs> it was frankenstein okay yes it was frankenstein of course it was um in fact uh mary shelley used to talk about she uses the word galvanism in the book and she would talk about the link between her idea and science experiments that they were doing at the time to try to reanimate Dead oh, yeah. frogs. Yeah, so they used to zap dead frogs and their legs would move. So they're like, we've got it, we can do this. I know. Yeah. Wouldn't it have been a better book if it had been Dr. Frogenstein? <laughs> <laughs> and the monster had been a giant frog. Well, why are you there'd be people going, that's actually the name of the, it's uh, Frogenstein's monster, actually. <laughs> <laughs> what issue do you think it was most commonly used to treat? All I can think of is the bell jar. <laughs> But it's not that, because that happened 100 years later. What, what's the bell jar? Oh, no, like, what, what like, ailment was it used to treat? Well, that was used to treat like hysterical women that are depressed and don't know why, and it's nothing to do with society. No, it's oh, their okay. fault. OK, so hysterical women. So it's women. not that. OK. So before they wanked us off, they electrocuted us. <laughs> no, no, after. And they I like it the other way. First. They wanked us off first. <laughs> and then they electrocuted our brains. I think that's how I'd like it. <laughs> Any other thoughts? Is it uh, if someone has inverted nipples <laughs> and then they, they shock them and they, ding, they, 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 they come out? That, that is a solid answer. <laughs> I just love you. I just love your brain. I really, really do. Um, do you know what, Katie? You were actually right, even though you said, no, that's not it. It was hysteria. Oh, God. I needed that to be true. <laughs> For no reason. Here. Okay. <laughs> For the listeners, whatever. <laughs> uh, sometimes it's just for you, okay? It's fine. Um, yeah, so it was, it was treating hysteria most of the time, hysteria. Or as I like to call it, women with opinions. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jerry Springer Corner. Uh, <laughs> Bellhouse liked to go the extra mile, though, to make sure that those shocks really, really hit 
their patients. So what would he do to make the shocks more effective? Would he read their palm and go like, you're also on your period or something? Like, he would just make it... No. Combine, no, but I like it. He combined his other Would skills. he use water? Oh. Okay. Yeah, sorry, this has gone dark. Yeah. You'd never expect that from a true crime podcast. <laughs> but sometimes we do go there. Okay, water, yeah. yeah what yeah. do you get? The little tiny mice to hold... <laughs> <laughs> to hold them down, like in, um, you know, Gulliver's Travels, when he's oh, when he goes yeah. on that island and then the people are small yeah, and he's big. he's a giant. Come, yeah. come here, mice, and then the, and then he, and then once the mice have have got him, that then that's. What was the question? <laughs> it doesn't matter. You've done your work, and it's great. <laughs> You, it's beautiful. Um, Katie, you were right. He would make them take a bath. Oh, shit. No. I didn't want to be. I thought, it's oh, what a really... silly answer. No, that was what he did. No, it was really, it was really, really messed up. Um, he also dabbled in magic and astrology, and his office was filled so with crystals and all sorts of objects. What did he call magic at this point? Yeah. Like... What's he doing? Incantations? What? Well, we will get we will get to oh, one of the things he used to do. Proclaimed, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't even have a certificate. Yeah. <laughs> I would I would like to see some certificates at this point. I know it's like <laughs> calm down, Paltrow. <laughs> right. <laughs> The original Goop office. Um, <laughs> apparently, the other astrologers in Liverpool, though, hated him. And I just think that's so telling. Like, if the other astrologers are shit-talking you, <laughs> stop doing it. Yeah, if stop. everyone else in the magic circle yeah. thinks you're a loser. Like. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, so, Bellhouse was also known for using witch bottles. Do you know what witch bottles are? I had Sorry, witch bottles? Them. Witch bottles. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> Yeah, yes, hey. you are right, you're correct. <laughs> Stop humoring her, three people. <laughs> what do you think a witch bottle is? <sighs> it's from <What>? Ann Summers. <laughs> <laughs> well, is there anything to do with witch haste? It can't be. With witch tasting? Witch hazel. Is it the bottle they kept the witch hazel in? Oh, okay. It feels like it's got to be a potion, right? Clutching it's be... at straws. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be like a, 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 a like a, a bottle of witch stuff, like a bottle. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure, like, because it feels so obvious that a witch bottle would have a potion in it, right? So it's like what he puts his uh... medicine in. It was a potion, oh. and the potion was specifically to... <laughs> Look at Harriet's face. <laughs> Just can't believe all this. <laughs> um, it was a potion used to either, I love this, to either cure or harm a witch. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, dealer's choice? <laughs> it's like... <laughs> yeah. That feels like the contraceptive pill now. Like, when you read all the fucking side effects, you're just like, I mean, it'll either mean I can be in control of my sexual health or I will die. So, yes, it's exciting. It's so true. Yeah, it's exciting. It makes Aww. it more exciting. Roll Aww. those dice. <laughs> To be a woman. Um, <laughs> we actually know the exact recipe that Bellhouse used in his witch bottle, but before I tell you the ingredients, any guesses what you'd want to put inside a good... What, and what does it do again? It either cures or harms a witch. And it could do either, depending on the witch. The ingredients don't change. <laughs> no. Uh, I assume they don't change. Is it sausage? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's no sausage involved. It's, in fact, I think it's a vegan recipe. <laughs> no, no, it's not. No, it's not. Sorry, I forgot something. Because you said gloop, Gwyneth. So in this <laughs> is um, from his it, smegma. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Like a witch. <laughs> yeah, it didn't. It didn't cure me. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm it's not a crazy answer. This really. feels like classic witch stuff. So maybe some blood and some frog's legs. Okay. Maybe a snail. All right. Throw a snail in there. Maybe. Nice. Uh, maybe a. A acorn. <laughs> Oh, you make, like, cute potions with your kids, don't you? I can tell. Oh, they have wasted so much of my shampoo. Oh. 
with their fucking potions at bath time. I know. Uh, we do love our children. It's just not funny if we say that. Yeah. So, just talk about the dark side. Every moment is yeah. precious. Hashtag blessed. Yeah. You do. <laughs> so, you do make them drink those potions, though, don't you? Yeah, well, you do. Down it, down it, down it. I will tell you the formula, should you ever require this. Uh, he would cut some hair from the accused witch, plus some of their finger and toenails. Uh, then uh, three quarters of a liter of their urine. Oh! Uh, yes, smegma sounds pretty good now, doesn't it? <laughs> At least there's less of the smegma. Um, some of their blood, a chicken heart, rusty nails, and French flies. I thought that was a misprint. <laughs> Maybe fry, French fries? He goes to France and collects flies. But it's just a, it's just a bug. It's, it's a French fly. Um, so he would boil the mixture down until it started to evaporate, and he'd just stir it with a hot poker and say the words, which, which, which. <laughs> <laughs> this is from such a credible source, dude. I'm like, seriously? Which, I feel like we're going to summon which, him and he's going to come. Bell House! <laughs> this feels like the kind of room where he'd appear to. What the fuck is it? It's like Game of Thrones behind <laughs> us here. I'm waiting for like the red wedding to happen. It's so. Like, it's, it's a grand room, but it's like, fuck! Anyway. Uh. Which, 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 I thee burn, or kill, in parentheses, I thee burn if thou dost not leave this person. So that's the witch bottle. Um, I'm sure it worked very well, and in every case. Uh, Bellhouse published a book on galvanism around 1855, which historians think was basically plagiarized from other sources. But his business was thriving. He was doing really well. And what started to happen is that there were all these rumors about what happened behind his closed door. So people would try to open the door and like peek at the treatments that were going on. So Bellhouse didn't like this. He rigged up a deterrent to keep curious pedestrians out of the office. What do you think he rigged up to keep people away? The Wizard of Oz's curtain. The curtain. <laughs> Did he pretend it was a subway and like just pump out that smell? Do you know what I mean? When you walk past the subway and you're like, oh, yeah. it's either if you're hung if you're hungover, it's like <gasps> but if you're not, it's disgusting smell. So I think it's a smell. It is funny. It's like fake bread. Yeah. Fake bread smell. Plastic yeah. bread smell. Yeah, like new car, new bread smell. Because <laughs> <laughs> he um, is known for his palm reading as well. Maybe uh, by where the door is, there's just two massive hands either side. So then when people come peeping, they just... <laughs> just fucking they just clap together and crush the hands. Yeah, yeah, just high-fives them in the head. That is an excellent deterrent. And a good advert for palm reading. Any other thoughts? He was using his existing skills. That is true. You're thinking along the right lines. With his fizzy smegma. Oh, maybe there was a... I don't know why I've decided it's fizzy now. Oh, because it's in the bottle. It's all got fizzed It's up. all got fizzy. And um, he put it in the soda stream. It's like Coca-Cola. Yeah. <laughs> I've got it, I've got it. Maybe he put a sign up saying that if you crossed the curtain, you'd be cursed with a witch's curse. Yeah, so okay. it would either cure you or heal you. <laughs> or... Kill you. Kill you. And you'd be covered in warts. Okay. And frog's legs and blood and smegma. And acorns. <laughs> and acorns. Yeah. Love all the magic. Um, what he did was he installed um, a device inside of his knob. In fact, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's, that's actually too far, Taylor. His doorknob. <laughs> <sighs> we don't have that turn of phrase where I'm from, so sometimes I forget. You just um, simply have the door penis. And you go <laughs> straight into your home. <laughs> we just call it a cock. <laughs> oh. 
Oh, I went into Samantha for a second. <laughs> the cock knob. Okay, he, he basically electrified his doorknob, so when he had a patient in, he would turn it on, and anybody that touched the doorknob would just get sapped. Can I do... I, I mean, Home Alone. I feel like they did it at Home Alone. I mean, that was heat, wasn't it? Cause that was... Ooh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just trying to, you know, sort of let the kids know that we're pretty cool. Yeah. Home Alone, like the what, 90s film Home Alone. kids? <laughs> yes, I still think there's children from earlier in here. like 30 years old. <laughs> I'm not, and that's not true. <laughs> so, Bellhouse is doing very well. He's doing so well that he opens up a second practice. Um, things are going great. However, there was a high-profile case where a man poisoned his wife with arsenic, which a quack doctor had prescribed. It wasn't him. Uh, but this journalist from the, oh no, where is it? The Liverpool Mer Mer Mercury, I can't say it. Liverpool Mer Mercury. Come on, Taylor, you can do it. The Thank you so Female much. Workplace. The Liverpool, the Liverpool Mercury. <laughs> when she gets drunk, she gets very American and she can't say simple words. The Liverpool Mercury. Yay! Thank you so much. Is that still going? I was just curious. Okay, well, what a waste of pronunciation that was. I'm exhausted. But this journalist um, decides to investigate the Pembroke Place area, and he starts just getting to grips with all this weird medical stuff that's going on. So... Uh, we come back to the tenancy case because we didn't say what actually came of that. So his tenants oh. take him to court for fraud. What do you think happened on the back of this case? The tenants who said, actually, he tricked us. He read our palms. We fell for it. Did anything come of the court case? <laughs> <laughs> there's a lawyer in the audience. No, no actually. <laughs> no, there's no, no fucking way. No. They sought revenge. Ooh. Yeah, they were like, we can't be having this with our palm trickery. <laughs> so what they did was they, <laughs> they waited for him outside his house with their massive hands. <laughs> <laughs> and then when he went, they went bit. No, they were in his house. Oh. Yeah, with their big hands. <laughs> they had to open the, the French windows to get the hands in. Um, and then when he went to the toilet, that's when they struck. <laughs> with their hands. <laughs> with their hands on his woolly. Like, yeah, good, like, good ironic vengeance. <laughs> yeah. Like, and the little mice, how they laugh. <laughs> 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 I, see, I think he's unpopular enough that he could go down. Everyone fucking hates him. They might just pin everything on him. Also, I feel like these people might have gone to another palm reader and asked, <laughs> do we win like, this case? Yeah, <laughs> one of the good ones. They went to the <laughs> Yeah, and I feel like they probably said yes, and I feel like they won. Oh, there's like a lawyer that does palm reading, and it's like, should we go with you to take our case? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, only one of the tenants won the case, but it was one of the women Yay. who had a very strong case against him, and he was ordered to pay her a compensation of 20 pounds, which doesn't sound like a lot. But the press coverage from this journalist was so scathing that this led to his downfall, because he basically, there were no laws in place to stop him from practicing what he was practicing, but this journalist saw that what he was doing was really unethical. He was causing more harm than good. He was a sadistic man. And he thought, I'm going to write up everything I can Ooh. about this guy. So he caught wind of this court case, said, he's, you know, if he's fraudulent to his tenants, how can you trust him to treat you? And that's what brought him down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He got cancelled. He got cancelled. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so the journalist who covered the case described him as... If you'd seen this fellow, the impression of a small, ill-fed Yorkshireman, carefully <laughs> Italianized, that sounds offensive, but I didn't write it, uh, would have been stamped upon your mind. Cunning lurked in the deep recesses of his dark eyes. Villainy coiled about the corners of his mouth, and his coward heart gave a peculiar faltering to his tongue. <sighs> anyway. Bells... Bells... <laughs> Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> 
So he took him down. He died a very, very poor man. He died at the age of 57, and he ended up buried in the church that he had grown up going to as a child. Um, and the only reason we know anything about him is because somebody found this random book of magic that he had written um, and just sort of went down the trail is, is and this, found We these... know about him because of Paul Daniels. <laughs> is that what you're saying? Exactly what I'm saying. Anna. He's the only magician. <laughs> Is he the only magician you know? He's the only magician in Britain, I think. I think that's true. I don't know. How yeah. dare you he say is, he's dead? It's he a is. trick. It's a fucking trick. He's coming back. He's in my there bum bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. <laughs> Paul and Debbie. Come on. <laughs> Uh, so, <laughs> galvanism uh, fell out of favor eventually, but it never really went away. I mean, as we know, it evolved into different treatments, some of which are still used today, including electroconvulsive therapy to electricity, everyone. Yay! Yay! <laughs> well, we're not going to drink to Bell House. Also, I love that people are really pissed off with electricity since the cost of living crisis as well. <laughs> it's like, it costs fucking loads. We hate electricity. Oh, my God. We just got a smart meter installed, and it's just like a panic attack device. Does anybody <laughs> have one? You just watch how expensive your life is, and you start going, like, do I really need this cup of tea? Does it have to be boiling water? Like, what's wrong with tepid tea? Nothing. Let's just have weak tepid tea. I'm just, like, just so depressing. Just on the tea bug. That's all do. It's so <laughs> just suck on it. My spit's warm. I'm getting the hit I need. Oh, it's depressing. I don't shower anymore. Mm. It's been a real time. So, guys, it's that time again where I hope you've been thinking of a crime to come share. We went on a run, so there's prizes again. Here come the lights. Duh. Does anyone? Oh, hi. There you go. Oh, straight away. Come on up. Give her a I hope you don't mind. I'm already on your force. Oh, is, are you a second timer? I am a second timer. Oh, hello so the last again. time I was here, I asked if you wanted my R-rated crime or my PG crime. And you Which did we choose? What's the R-rated crime. Oh, we blew our load. Hannah, you're making me feel <laughs> That's quiet. so like us. So yeah, the last time I was here, I got high-fived on my way up the, uh, off the stage. And uh, the woman that was showing me said, I'm going to Centre Parks in March. You're the centre box woman! You're the shoe lady! <laughs> oh, the shoes for sex lady! <laughs> well, that's the R rated one. You'll have to listen to our back catalogue. Okay, PG, oh, let's do back. it. It's yeah. nice to see you. Yeah. It's great to see you. What are you sporting different? today? Oh, we're so excited! Vans, not Nikes, you know. Vans are cool. Um, <laughs> tell so, us, what's the PG one? Have you changed your hair? Sorry, let's talk about the important stuff. Look, look, have you that? changed your hair? Um, not really, no. Okay, I just have a really shit memory. Great to That's see you again. <laughs> well, no, it's nice that you think it looks different. I think you look fantastic. Thank you. But I'm you sure too. you did then. Were you in Salford? Is this... Want, yes. Oh, that's where the show was. We... Boo! <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'm okay. not from Salford, so that's fine. <laughs> what, so um, are we getting a PG crime? PG crime. PG okay. crime. So when I was in high school... You can still show nipples. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> and I always do, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when, when I was in high school, I was about... Like 40, it was kind of higher up, so 14, 15. Um, I wanted to be individual, I wanted to be my own person. So my mum took me and bought me a red or dead satchel yes. and matching, matching um, pencil case and one oh. of the nudie lady pens where you flip it up <laughs> and down. There's the nipple. Oh, you that. Yeah, no, my mum. You needed to get that from a dodgy uncle or something. No, like, it was, uh, you know, took these selfridges, it was great. And so nobody else had it, you know, that oh, dad was cool, cool at what that a cool time. Thing to yeah. get. And um, I was really pleased and I was happy and everything. And then I was in geography and my pencil case went missing. Oh, oh no. Um, and they took me out of the room. They interviewed, <laughs> I don't know, but I'm assuming interviewed, interrogated, you know, spotlight on them, everybody. <laughs> everybody in the uh, geography class. Uh, nobody would own up to it. Um, about two or three days later, back in geography again, girl gets out her pencil case. <gasps> it is a red or dead pencil case covered in Tipex. 
absolutely covered in tokens. Oh, what she like literally? Had... She'd like outlined all the letters and and like scribbled on the back and stuff like that. And I was like, she didn't believe in the cause. That's my pencil case. She even had my pen. The naked lady pen. My naked lady pen. And oh, she was wow. like, no, this is mine. It's covered in Tupex. Oh, man. So my question to you is, was it hers? Did she go to Selfridges? And this, <laughs> you know, towny scrote and get her own. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're over it. <laughs> well, see, now the thing is, that is technically circumstantial, but it's pretty damning. <laughs> I mean, I mean, anybody these... could go and buy one, in all fairness, but... Well, were could... these pens everywhere, or were they hard to get? Especially not, not just, in... <laughs> <laughs> just for context, the closest one is Manchester, and I'm not from Manchester. I'm a... Just because of my last crime, I'm not going to say where I'm from, but... I'm... <laughs> I'm... Fair enough, fair enough. I'm about, like, an hour away from Manchester. Okay. Wow. Okay. okay. Um, I love yeah. that you're even giving her the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> I've not as got a Scouse accent. <laughs> you might be travelling on the run. <laughs> <laughs> but you slipped up coming on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, twice. <laughs> this is the set. We've had at least six, probably, pencil case theft stories yeah. since we've been going. This at is, least, This right? is the trauma that lingers. It's this the same person. <gasps> is the, the Tipex bandit. <laughs> <laughs> but we get so many, but the, the whole problem with this crime is you steal it while you're in school, and then it's like, but I need to use it in school. <laughs> so they always get caught. Yeah. It's like, so I made yeah. it my own. <laughs> oh, um, if you went to an office and there was a guy with a pencil case, and you'd be like, you've stolen that from school and you needed to use it, and now you're I the guy in the office it. with a pencil case. And, oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, which Tipex? Do you not know? Is it whiteout? Yes. Somebody has died. <laughs> Could not believe. Is everybody okay? Okay. That also sounded like someone storming off from their chair. If she doesn't know what the fuck Tipex is, <laughs> then I'm leaving. What? Yeah. I only just realised like, how terrible whiteout is as a brand. Whiteout. It's a, that's also, like American history. Whiteout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not ideal. Tipex, lovely. Okay. This, this is an true. affectation, as if you don't know what Tipex is. Sorry, no. <laughs> oh, wow. Now we're seeing how the sausage is made. <laughs> you want to take this outside, Wilkins? <laughs> oh, I, I feel like Tipex went out of, like... Sorry, this has become about Tipex and no, not your right. trauma. I was going to say. I feel like Tipex, like, after I left school in, like, I guess last year, um, I... <laughs> But I feel like Tipex has not been a thing for literally maybe 15 to 20 years. Well, because it hasn't come up in your life. <laughs> it doesn't. Has it? When was the last time someone used some... T Give me a cheer if you've used Tipex in the last 10 years. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, no, I'm with Katie. You're a lying bitch. <laughs> I used to use it because I wasn't allowed to have nail varnish, so I would just be like, you can't stop me from using the office supplies. <laughs> Um, of course it was her. Yeah. Where does she yeah. live? What's her name? Which, I'm joking. Don't say her name. We'll have to cut it out. I, I, don't I don't think, do it. I think we discussed last time I'm really bad with names. So I don't, okay. I don't oh, that's either. great. I'm the same. What, what's your name again, actually? Jenny. Jenny? Yes. Jenny. Jess? What? Jenny, Jenny. <laughs> I'm just going to stop whatever. talking, actually. Okay. Do you know what? I mean, it's... Definitely, it's definitely the geography bitch. Like, I, I like. Do you know what I mean? It's not. She had the audacity to use it in the same class that it was stolen from. Yeah, that's crazy. I think that was the only class I had with her as well. So, did you get it back? I mean, that's the real question. No. What? Well, I didn't want it back covered in Tipex. <laughs> yeah. What about the pen? Did you put Tipex on the pen? Give her like a little bikini? Or <laughs> I mean, the irony is that pen no longer works covered in Tipex because you can't see the naked lady. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant she put it on the nib, no. but you mean <laughs> works as a sexual aid. Okay. <laughs> she can't wank over that now. <laughs> Do you know what? You've, you've more than earned your Prosecco. Yeah. So thank you. Jenny, thank you. Thank you very much. We have just enough time to ask Harriet Dyer, what are you up to? Where can people find you? There was no what have you murder. got going on? I thought there was going to be a death. They <laughs> <laughs> died. I'm sorry. No. Oh, sorry. No, thank you. It's thank just you. some minor torture. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I gig wherever anyone will have me. So uh, <laughs> just check out my website, harrietdyer.com. No, wait a minute, that's not the website. <laughs> harrietdyer.com and uh, follow me on the social meds. I need a toilet. Me too. I think everyone here it's probably. It's usually a good sign that we're finished. <laughs> guys, thanks to Harriet Dyer. Yeah. Thank you so much. You guys have been so lovely. We have loved being in Liverpool. We've been Drunk Women Solving Crime. Thank you. Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman with music by The Lion and the Wolf. You can follow us on Twitter at Drunk Women Pod and on Facebook and Instagram at Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. Also, if you've got a petty crime you want us to solve, then please write it in that review and we'll solve it. Thank you so much to ACAST for hosting us and thank you for listening. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.